A person is not allowed to sell to somebody else, whether it's real estate, property, or movable items, that there is a, you know, legal issues. Has to inform him, because that's considered a problem. Just tell him, hey, there's a, legal, there's a legal battle going on over here, right? So I have it, but I'm selling it to you, but you should know there's a, there's a legal consequence over here in terms of who claims and things like that. Even though default halacha is that whenever you sell something, you're taking responsibility to reimburse the purchaser if it gets seized by your creditors. That's a default halacha, as we'll see. So therefore, what's the big deal? Why should I tell him? The halacha is that if it gets taken from him, I have to reimburse him. It still ain't other doesn't want to pay for property, pay for an item. And then suddenly he's being called to be to detent in Taira. And uh, again, all the all the inconvenience of being sued, but even though in Taylor there's no concept of paying for lawyers, right? So it doesn't cost you anything, right? But the point is still an inconvenience. But exactly. So therefore, a lot, therefore, therefore, even if it's not a monetary uh, loss, it's an annoyance. Base. A person who sells land to his fellow, and after the guy made a kenyan, Taka made a kenyan. Now it's his land. Before he used the property. So he made the Kenyan, Miles Dove. But before he had a chance to use it, Yatsalah Ma'arin, already there's a claim, he's been, he already he got, got subpoenaed for, uh, for in Bezin. You know, people are claiming it's a problem. Or at least there's a claim in Bezin that Bezin thinks it's worthwhile to claim. Right? Not some idiot saying something silly, right? Something legitimate. The guy could say, uh, I'm, I'm out of here. Give me money back and I'm done. There's no greater blemish in an item than this. He didn't have a chance to use it even yet. Already the people are claiming things against him. Okay. The sale is bottled. The, the, the buyer has the right to demand a refund. The seller must return the money. And then the seller has to go deal with the the, the claimants, right? The, the, the claimants, the people who are coming and saying that, 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 that it's ours, or you stole from us, or it's our father's, or you owe us money, whatever it is. So that's the din. And the sale is bottled. And even if the, 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 the seller... Right. Even if the seller is successful and he retains the property, he proves that it was talked to his legitimately, still the sale is bottled. It's not shot that the buyer now comes back and says, oh, okay, so now it's mine because we, 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 I gave it back to you because it was a problem. Problem avoided. No. The sale is bottled. Now the guy wants to sell it again. He can sell it again. But the sale is bottled. If, however, the, the, the purchaser had a chance to use it for the smallest way, even if he trampled the Divider. There was, it was, he bought a field, a neighboring field. There was like a mound of dirt running alongside the border. He trampled that as a way of acquiring the other field, which is, a way, which is also a way of using the field. And then he made it flat with the ground, right? Or he joined it with his own property. And at that point, he's considered to have used it in any which way. He cannot retract the sale. Rather, now the purchaser is the one who has to deal with the people who are claiming it's their property. And needless to say, of course, if Taka, those people come and they take it away from the purchaser, he goes back to the seller, can you call it off? And as would be any case where sell, the property is, is seized, right? Expropriated, he says over here. So that's the din, right? If you buy a piece of property from you, and then after I buy it from you, someone comes and takes it from me because they say you stole from him or you stole from his parents or you, you, you owe money, I, have to, I go back to you and I demand a refund. But I'm the one who has to deal with the issue once I use the property. Gimel. The person who sells land, or he sells a slave, or he sells a movable item, the default is, even though you don't say it in the contract, 
you have to take responsibility for the item. If the item that he bought is taken away from the buyer because the seller, on the seller's account, right, the seller, they say the guy who sold it to you, he promised it to us, he, oh, he, he borrowed money from us against it, it's, it's, it's a collateral, whatever it is. The buyer can go back and say that I want a refund from the buyer, the seller, excuse me. Because they were taken away from me because of the seller. And therefore, the seller has to right the wrong by giving them back a refund. This applies to any sale. Um, even though the buyer doesn't say, hey, I'm only buying this on condition of, of responsibility that you're going to reimburse me if something turns out to be funny over here. He bought it without specifying anything. Even if he did write a star, he mentioned this fact in the, in the, in the star. And the seller is still chayiv b'achrayis the responsibility to reimburse if it gets seized from the, from the, from the buyer. Not only if he didn't write a star b'shtar b'chlal, he, he, he didn't write a contract, he did write a contract. And he, and he admitted this clause and still we say that that's the din. Yeah, the seller always takes responsibility in this, in, for this issue. This, whenever the achrayis is not mentioned in the contract, that is simply a clerical error. It's not considered a tenai. No one's going to spend money on something unless he knows that there's a reimbursement if it gets stolen, right? Um, now, that's the case of property. In the case of um, Evid, really, the only way the guy could come and say, I'm taking the Evid because the guy who sold, sold you the Evid, he really owed it to me, he borrowed money from me, have to be a case for the guy that borrowed money against the Evid specifically, use the Evid as collateral. That's the thing about Evid. And when it comes to movable, movable items, we're going to learn there's no real achrayas if a guy comes, really, essentially, if I lend you money, and it, it, between the time you borrow and, and the, when the due date to pay back comes, you sell your watch. I can't go to the buyer and demand the watch if, if you end up being unable to pay back. It's only Karki who can do that. So the, 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 the case of Metallica would be, I come to the guy who bought the watch and I say to him, excuse me, the guy who sold you the watch stole it from my store. It's my watch. Right? So that's when you could take it and he would go back to the seller and say, hey, you sold me a, a faulty item. All right. When it comes to Karka though, again, even borrowing any amount of money, when you, make a, when you borrow money, any character you own is by default on lien against that, that loan. Doubt. Bamed, when is it true that the seller is responsible if the character is taken away from the, or the item is taken away from the buyer? When the buyer gets, take, gets taken away from, from him in a Jewish court. For example, he bought movable property. And then Bezdin, Paskins, that the guy who sold it, stole it, or robbed it. Or the karka was stolen. This is the most common example that the seller, the, the a guy who lent money to the seller, uh, against which automatically the karka is on lien, comes to the buyer and says, "You bought land that was really I'm, I have first dibs on this land because I lent this guy money." It's all happening in Jewish court. If it's a guy, or the mafarshim say, even if it's a Jew in a guyish court, guyish court, who takes the Item, the land, the item, the evet from the buyer, whether it's by, you know, the, the, the Melech's decree of, you know, uh, eminent domain, or it's the Jewish, it's the Goyesh legal, legal system, and the Meicher is not responsible for what the Goyesh courts do. Unless, of course, it's a situation where the Bezdin says that the, the Goyesh court did the right thing, or it's a situation where we know the Bezdin would, would, would agree to it. Right? So that's the Jewish witnesses are saying that the guy stole it. But, they, but they're saying in the Goyesh court because there's no Bezdin there, whatever. Even if the seller, the, the, excuse me, the guy, excuse me, is saying 
this guy who sold it to you, this Jewish, the, the, this, the person, Jewish seller, who sold it to a Jewish buyer, stole it from me, says the guy. Which case, of course, we would say, Alpiterida, that he does have legitimate claim, because he can't steal from a guy. He brings the Edim who are non-Jews. The seller that has no obligation to make a, uh, a restitution to the, to, the, to the buyer. Assuming, of course, that he admits that, the, that he, or at least claims that the whole thing is a hoax. She's an honest because he's considered uh, as out of his control. The Meichir is not responsible for things out of his control. Right? This is not his fault that some Goyesha court, which we, which we have no idea, we, don't, we have no legitimacy in, uh, 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 verification, goes and decides that this guy who says it's my land, and we pass it in his favor. There's no rule, there's no rule reason to assume that the seller did anything wrong. The seller is claiming, presumably, that I did everything straight, this guy's lying. So the fact that the Goyesha court saying what they say is not, is not a reason to assume that the seller did anything wrong. Therefore, it is, you know, it's like as if lightning struck the item and that's it, it's disintegrated. Okay. So who does it belong to? Who does it belong to? It belongs to the buyer. Unfortunately for the buyer, this Goyish kangaroo court, kangaroo court took it away from him. That's not the seller's fault. And the kangaroo court is blaming the seller. Right? It's not the seller's fault. Now it could be, huh? It belongs to him, but he's not using it. Well, he, obviously he can't, right? Because the Goyim are the one who have the, uh, the, the, the physical uh, uh, force over here. Now, is it possible the seller really did something wrong? The Goyim is telling the truth? Could be, we have no idea. But we have no reason to assume that's the case. Hey. person sells this fellow. He makes it tonight. Anything that happens to this character, even if it's out of my control, such as an example of the previous halacha, I am taking responsibility for. Right? Very good warranty policy. In that case, even if the guy comes, Itaka, well, the used the word gzala, we're assuming it's gzala, the guy is saying, what do you mean, it's my property? But we're saying, we're saying he may actually, in fact, be, he be, he's the thief. And he comes and he says that I'm taking it, but he says the reason why he's doing it is because this seller, he stole it from me, or he owed money to me. Chayav L'Sham, the seller has to pay. Because even though we don't know who's telling the truth over here, and it's in fact very possible the guy is lying, but the guy took responsibility for anything, even, even in Aynas. And therefore, because the Aynas is happening on his account, the guy is saying, the guy is not coming here and saying, hey, I just graduated from uh, Galach school, and the rule is that the first property I like, I get to take, I'm taking yours. Right? And he goes back to the Moich and he says, hey, the property was taken, I want a refund. That's not the seller's fault, obviously. But here, the guy is claiming what? That the seller stole from him. Or the seller owed him money. Ram is an example the seller stole from him. So then the guy would t- took responsibility because he said, any oinus I'm have to pay. But that's... Him, then he would take him to the board. Right. If it's an oinus, which has nothing to do with the seller. My example was the guy who said he graduated from Galatasaray School. I'm just better examples. The river that was in the field that irrigated it suddenly dried up. Doesn't usually happen. For a different river was diverted. Now this river has become a swamp. Or a earthquake came, destroyed the, 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 the property. I, the guy, said any oinus. This is oinus, which is which is unusual. So you can't just say, well, whatever language I like, I the seller, I, I the purchaser, I'm going to read into what the seller said. And the seller says that we have to assume what he would have meant. This is not something. This is not something he would have meant. When the seller said, the condition is that any 
un, unusual episode, any onus, I think responsibility for, this is not what he had in mind. He had in mind, if the guy at the time, as well, unfortunately, was common, it was not a shas, and Mashachorach even, they would come and make all these hakachanics. An unusual onus is not considered part of this condition. It's an it's onus it's to be expected that he's taking responsibility for, but not an onus to this degree of rarity. Vav. The same thing applies to any monetary tonight. You have to, you have to say what the words he used. Fine, but what did he mean, right? So any lawyer will go and say, "Oh, this includes the possibility of interpreting whatever you want." But the Torah says you have to take into consideration what, what, what does it mean when he uses these words. You only include in those words the concepts that would make sense to include in it. Including them was the condition. That was what the condition maker meant when he made the condition. Zion. To prove the point, we have a story. Was the person who hired sailors, the havi, or you know, water porters. The Havim is complaining to bring transport sesame in to a certain place. All right. Why isn't it gay that it was sesame? That was the mice that happened. Any condition, any, you know, uh, mishap that happens to these sesame seeds until they reach that place, I take responsibility for. I'm sorry. You guys are responsible for You sailors. And they agreed. Whatever, you know, it's, you guys are responsible for these sesame seeds, even if it's a, a matter beyond your control. It's an anus. There's nothing you can do about it. You're taking responsibility for it. They said, yep, you can rely on us, right? What happened? The canal dried up. <laughs> said, now, this guy said, you guys have responsibility. Now I can't bring the sesame seeds there where, 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 where I want to sell them. Pay up. The sailors said, well, we didn't mean this. We, we, we meant pirates, whatever things sailors deal with. They don't deal with the river drying up. The sailors are right. This is considered an unusual onus. They're not responsible to bring these sesame seeds there by hook or by crook, even on, on, on animals, which is an unusual way. So, uh, so not only are they not to pay the guy the loss, he, he, he's saying, fine, you guys have responsibility to bring it there, so you, the river dried up, go get camels. No. It's only anything which would be reasonably assumed and the river drying up is not one of them. Okay, so you see this principle. All right. So now what happens if you want to sell property and you want to talk and make the deal? Listen, I'm selling the property to you. It's a price you can't refuse. But here's the deal. I'm not taking responsibility if anybody comes to you and seizes it from you and they're claiming that I stole it or I owe me money. Right? On that condition, I'm giving you a 90% discount. Does that, can you do that? Does that make I am not responsible if it gets taken away from you. Even if it turns out that the, the, that the person who comes to the buyer and takes it is because the seller, in fact, stole it himself. Anything. So, I, he stole it. The tonight was. I'm not I'm not an me. to say the reason why the seller, excuse me, the buyer gets it taken away from him is because the seller borrowed money against it and uh, the creditors come and take the property, right? The bank comes and takes the house. She ate the seller does not have to give a refund to the buyer. She called national kind because you make it tonight money, the tonight works, and this tonight was I'm not to, to to be responsible. All right. Not a very wise thing to do, but it's a risk to take getting a good price.
Um, Yudalf. Sorry, Tess. What am I saying over here? Tess. Ruvain Shemachas of the Shemeshelai Bachrayis. Ruvain sells a field to Shimon. And he says to him, remember Shimon, if anybody comes and takes the cock away from you, I'm not responsible. And Shimon agrees. Fine. Must have got a good price for it. Now, Ubal Levi, comes along Levi, and he takes away from Shimon, he says, I'm sorry, Reuven owed me money against it, he stole it from me, or whatever it is. Now, in Ratzel Reuven's last Levi, if Reuven wants to bring Levi to Din Tera and say, and say to him, I am suing you, Levi, that you should leave Shimon alone, Oyezi could do that. Levi can't tell Reuven, who are you? I have nothing to do with you. You're not, you're not business over here. It's not a chayas on you. You have not a penny to lose over here. To get lost. No, he can't do that. So Reuven can say to Levi, I don't want Shimon to be angry with me. He's lost because of me. Therefore, I'm considered an involved party. I, whether the karka is taken away from Shimon and given to you or whether Shimon gets to keep it, I don't gain or lose a single penny. I have the right to protect my reputation. That makes me a party of interest. Let's think a second over here. Right? If, um, if uh, Chaim Yankel sold karka to Shimon and he told Shimon, listen, if he gets taken away from you, not my problem. Shimon says, fine. Then, then, then the bank comes and takes it away from Shimon. Shimon can't have ties to Chaim Yankel, correct? Okay. What if Shimon sells the karka to Reuven? And the bank comes and takes it from Reuven because Chaim Yankel borrowed it, sold it to Shimon, and Shimon sold it to uh, uh, Reuven. Then Reuven will go to Shimon and demand a refund. Shimon can't go to Chaim Yankel though because they made an agreement that uh, you have no, no times to me. Right? Now, what if... What if Reuven and Chaim Yankel are one person? Reuven told sold Shimon a field. He said, listen, Shimon, no response. I'm, I'm, don't have any time to see if a bank comes or anybody comes. Good. Then sometime later, Shimon wanted to buy, uh, Reuven wanted to buy the field back from Shimon. And, and, and they didn't make any time. Or, 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 or the point is, is that Shimon did take a chayis, which is, which is a default, of course, right? <laughs> Now, and the bank comes and it takes the karka away from Ruvain. Now, Ruvain wants to say, Shimon, listen, Shimon, the guy who sold this karka to you before I bought it from you, the bank took the karka, you owe me a refund. Yeah, the technical problem he's not mentioning is it's the same individual. <laughs> it's the same individual. Who's the guy who sold it to Shimon before Ruvain bought it from him? Ruvain. And Yachlach, he can't go back to Shimon. I look, you know, we just learned. That, 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 that Shimon is the, didn't accept the Chayis. So, so the Chayra, just like if it's a case of Chayankel, Shimon, Ruven, Ruven can go back to Shimon and say, hey, I want a refund. In the case where the person who Shimon bought it from owed the bank. Over here, Ruven can't do that. Why? Because the person who Shimon bought it from when he owed the bank is Ruven. So, even though why Reuven cannot have times on Shimon even though Reuven did not accept responsibility when he sold it to Shimon so therefore when he sold it to Shimon Reuven said this don't have any times to me and then when he borrowed from Shimon he did, Shimon didn't say that so Reuven could have times to Shimon but Reuven at least accepts responsibility that if he is the one who because of his own self the character is away from him that he did take responsibility that by definition we do give place that responsibility upon him 
He shouldn't be the seller to Shimon. And then the person who goes to Shimon and says, I want, I want it to, a refund because it was taken away from me. That doesn't work. If, however, I don't think it means Yaakov was, they, were, they weren't brothers over The point is that if uh, Yaakov is either Ruvain's father or Shimon's father, right? So, so, so Ruvain sold the field to Shimon. He said, listen, I think no responsibility. Then he bought it back from Shimon and Shimon took responsibility. Then, um, Shimon's, then Shimon's father's creditors came to Reuven and said, Mister, you bought this from Shimon. His father owed us money. We're taking the property from you. We're talking about Reuven. So in that case, or, 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 or for that matter, even if it was Reuven's father's creditors who came, and they said, Mr. Reuven, we're taking this character from you. So then, he go to Shimon, he could say to him, listen, mister, the guy who sold this to you, his father's creditors took the property from me. I want a refund. Now, his father's creditors are the guy who's talking to his father. The guy who's talking to his father's creditors. Still, that works. The fact is, Shimon did accept responsibility to make a, to make a refund to the, to the buyer, in this case, Ruvain, if the field is taken away from him. Ruvain did not accept upon himself responsibility for Shimon's issues. And therefore, sh- therefore, Shimon took responsibility to make restitution for Ruvain if anything happens to the Karka. The thing is, is that if Ruvain is the one who is the cause of the Karka being taken away, that we don't give him. But if anything else, even if it's Ruvain's own parents, their own debt, that Shimon did, the fact is, Shimon took responsibility for that. And he's going to tell, tell Ruvain, hey, but, but it's your fault. Yeah, but I remember, I sold it to you like Chila, Shalai Bar He can't have time to me on that. So therefore, Ruven gets a refund.